0: Welcome everybody to the Rocky Mountain ATV MC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast. Rocky Mountain ATV MC is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, dual sport bikes, ATVs and street bikes. With the low prices, unparalleled customer service and free 3-day shipping, come on now. It's easy to see why Rocky MountainATVMC.com is the premier shopping destination for all of us. That's right, dirt bike guys, side by side, street bikes, go to RockyMountainATVMC.com. They're helping Kiefer Tested. So let's do it, let's buy some stuff. If you guys got some money, you wanna buy some parts, please go to RockyMountainATVMC.com. They're helping us out, we love them, we thank them. And I'm back, guys. Hey, it's only been two days, two, three days since my last pod. i been just burning through them. I'm going to try to get more and more of these guys up uh, during the week. And might do some different podcasts too as well, not just tested podcasts. going to try to do some fun podcasts. Um, that's all coming up. Um, but today, I want to talk about the 2018 Honda CRF450R. That's right, last week they had the introduction at Sunrise Cycle Park, a track close to my heart. That's right, in the high des. I love it. I love that track. It's been fun. I was out testing, so I couldn't be there, but I got a bike later on and uh, tested it and wanted to get back with you guys. to, For all you guys that want to go buy one or you have a 17 and you want to compare it to the 18, we're going to break it down here today. Um, but first, hey going back to Rocky Mountain. If you guys want to check out the website, I'd appreciate it. If you guys want to pick up some of the products I like or approve, go to RockyMountainATVMC.com backslash tested. We've created a page with all the stuff that I like and you can click on it. You can buy it. You know it's good because I say it's okay. Um, If it was a piece of trash, it wouldn't be up there. So just know that so once again honda came back with a refinement to the honda 450 um this will kind of go off of the 2017 living with the honda 450 i did have some um i did test a little bit with honda you know quite a long time ago on the 18 um they contract me contracted me to do some testing um so I'll, i'll be straight up and transparent about that for you guys but uh um it's been a while since I've I've ridden it but once I hopped on it again it kind of kind of all came back to me and um I realized just the small refinements that they made um is a better Honda. So starting off with some I made some notes here for you guys. Um the changes that they made, the Honda made to the 2018 CRF450R um obviously electric start. I know some of you guys do like that and I know some uh nitpickers out there freak out about weight but i think honda claims it's an extra five pounds so we are getting we are getting up there in weight with the bike Um, i think weight with fuel and everything full you know full of fluids um gas tank full is 248 pounds um compared to uh, obviously a ktm that is much lighter But we're going to get to the weight aspect in a little bit. So anyway, electric start is on there. They went up one spring rate on the front and rear. Um, We'll explain those changes, how it is on the track in a little bit. And also engine hangers. Um, We've talked about this on living with the 2017 CRF450R. I'm 99% sure those are RX hangers. That are on the 2018 450 Honda didn't confirm this or deny this, so uh, I don't know why they would want not want to tell us that. But uh, for the simple fact, I, I'm pretty sure they went to a softer hanger, which they explained to us. So and that's what the RX is. So RX hangers up on spring rate, electric start, map one is changed to smooth it out. so it's not so grabby and touchy to the throttle when we're going through corners um, because on that 2017 was yuck, 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 kind of made your front end pop out of ruts, kind of high. Um, it never was consistent. You're rolling on the throttle, mid corner you get a surge, uh, which is kind of hard to time that. so um, Honda went and changed that map to smooth it out. I'm sure they wanted to get more connectivity to the rear wheel. So that's what they did to help you guys out there. Map 2 and 3 hasn't been changed. Um, it still has aggressive for map 3, and number 2 is more of a mellow type of map. Um, so, to recap the 2017 things that I thought needed improvement one, right away, is the clutch. Um, not only does the clutch burn up and slip um, with mild abuse, there has been some clutch plates, uh, friction plates that have been breaking. I have broken a couple in mine when I first started riding this thing, uh, mostly on sand tracks where I'm really abusing it. I haven't had one break since then. Um, I've been riding mostly just local Southern California motocross tracks. I haven't been out in the high des on the sand tracks because it hasn't rained. God knows how long I miss. And by the way, it's freaking hot. Like, I'm over it. Let's get back to fall weather, 70 degrees. I don't know about you guys and other parts of the states, the United States, but back east, but man, it is freaking balls hot, and it's 100 degrees, and ah, I'm just over it. I need to move somewhere where it's cooler all the time. Colorado. You need to go to Colorado. So anyway, the clutch, um, as far as I know, 2018 clutch is the same. They didn't tell us differently, so I assume nothing was changed there. Um, so... For all you guys getting a 2018 bike, you know, one, really look hard into getting a Henson clutch um, plate system. Or if you guys are fans of Recluse or whatever it is, I would really look into getting a whole clutch system. Um, new basket, pressure plate, inner hub. And of course, those guys sell plates with their kits. I know it's expensive, $1,200. Um, but it's better than breaking a plate and smoking your engine, right? So, um,. Just look into that. It's not, not. I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen. I've ridden this 2018 too, and I haven't had one, hap, you know, break a friction plate yet. But I'm not going to say it hasn't happened to my 17, which it did. So that means it could um, do that in the 18. Not to say it will, but it could. Um, soft suspension, I didn't like the 2017 pitched a lot on diesel. We went over that in the suspension setting podcast. You guys know what pitching is. Off throttle. All the weight goes forward. On throttle, it kind of rocks back. So you're always getting this rocking sensation, right? And when we ride, we don't want that rocking sensation. We only like that when we were babies. We don't want that on dirt bikes. So Honda, up the spring rate, and we'll talk about that more. Um, A slightly rigid feeling on the 17, Uh, you would come into a corner and you'd get really hard, dive onto the brakes, and you'd get more of like a kick and a harsh feeling in the rear and then when you're on the throttle and you got a hard pack track square edgy, you just feel like the tires are riding on top of the bumps and not really moving into the dirt and getting a lot of tire contact patch. Um, like the KTM, you feel planted a lot around the track and with the Honda, you kind of skate it a little bit on acceleration on decel, so um RX hangers did help this. So, once again, Honda went to a softer uh, top mount, so that helps. And also for the 17, uh, another durability thing is always checking your radiator fluid. Uh, We went over that in the Living With podcast. For some reason, that thing sucks, um, radiator fluid, no matter what you put in it, okay? I'm getting social media questions, oh, I'm going to run, you know, whatever, a different antifreeze it's got to be better, you know, engine ice or or Evans coolant or whatever, it doesn't matter it's just going to burn it and suck it out, puke it out Um, I've tried um, different coolants tried a Maxima, tried a Honda coolant, I've tried uh, Evans coolant it all goes bye bye two hard motos I can see the coils in my radiator so bring radiator fluid with you guys Put it in there, especially in the summertime, I suck more now since it's 100 degrees out versus I did in the winter. Um, I didn't check it that much in the winter, and I think I, uh, I don't know, went three to four rides, and I still couldn't see the coils, but um, in the summertime, it, it goes down quick. And with other bikes, man, I barely check the radiator fluid, guys, like, whether that's right or wrong, I, I have no idea, but when I do check the radiator fluid, I've always saw radiator um fluid inside the radiator with the honda i see the coils quite a lot so once again didn't like that in the 17 so keep an eye out for that on your 18s and i'm sure it'll be okay so like i said long i'm trying to think how long ago i would say over a year ago um i did some testing with honda um they asked me to come out and help them test a little bit so i did And it was the 18 model. And uh, I thought it was an improvement. So um, I didn't know how many of those changes that I tested that were going to go into production. Um, But first and foremost, I agree with the spring rate changes. I'm 171 pounds, butt naked in the morning, after the coffee, after you just... Got done doing the business, what you guys do. I'm 171. All right, that's as light as I'm gonna get. I do drop weight, but I gain it, so I'm usually fluctuating between 170 and 171. I'm a fairly, you know, I'm a smooth rider, but I can be aggressive, and I like the spring rate change. I've read some of the reviews on other sites about um, guys saying it's gonna be a little bit too stiff for them. I'm backing the compression off. Well, when I rode it, um, I really liked those changes. There is no pitching um, on the 18 compared to the 17. On off-throttle, I don't get near as much um, um, pitching feeling, and I also feel like the rear wheel is better connected to my throttle as I'm not wallowing the rear end on the gas. So when I'm on the throttle, it's squatting, but it's not going too deep in the stroke because the suspension's so soft. Um, I did a bunch of suspension changes on my 17, but honestly, this 18 suspension is quite good and honestly very, very close to some of the A-kit stuff that I tested. So um, I like the way Honda went. They went more, a little bit more performance-based with this suspension setting, and it still has pretty good comfort. Um, I still would like um, to drop my fork stock fork height is five millimeters I went down to 2.5 to 3 and I do like the way it corners and I feel um, like it doesn't hurt the tip in that much and it just increases stability so I do like that change um, it's up to you guys to where you want to run your sag I always run about 105. I have gone as low as 108 on the new suspension, but depending on how you guys ride is where you want it. Like I said, I'm more of a front-end steering rider, so with that 18 Honda, um, I feel good about 105 for the sag and dropping that fork to 3 mil, 2.5 mil. If you guys feel like, you know, when you have your bike, Start off obviously stock. Don't just go right to my setting. Start off with the stock, and if you feel like you're a little um, got a little uh, oversteer coming in the corner and you're kind of knifing, then maybe like I said, drop the fork and that will help that. Um, jump faces landings. If you guys feel like it's a little bit too stiff and you want a little bit more action, you want to use the suspension more. On your shock, try softening your high speed, which is going out one quarter turn. And that will help it kind of use more, squat more, and get you more comfort. Um, If you do feel like it's a little bit stiff up front, back the the compression on the fork two clicks out. And then go rebound one stiffer. So like I said, you guys feel, I'm gonna repeat this, so if you guys feel it's too stiff, out, two clicks on the compression on the fork, one in on the rebound, and then go one quarter softer on the high speed on the shock. And that's a good setting. And I have gone to that setting on tracks with um, not as many jumps and a lot of square edgy type stuff where you're, you have to really connect your wheel to the ground. And that setting for me was really good. So try that setting if you want a little softer setup. Um, start with a 105 sag, Um, And if you guys still feel like you need a little bit of a softer feel in the rear, after you do your quarter turn high-speed softer, go to a 106, 107 sag rating, and then uh, see how that feels. Uh, So the smoother power, I like. There's no question the Honda motor is really good. When I ride... um, I just rode the Honda today. I have my 17, and I've been riding it. Um, The KTM that I have, I'm going to race Loretta's, is going on a truck to go back east, so I've been riding the Honda that I have here at home. and Man, I'm telling you, like when I get on that Honda, it's it's way more exciting than riding that KTM. The KTM is a little bit smoother and, and softer, but the Honda has a lot of excitement, and there's this one triple that I was riding today that you come out of a corner, and I can actually hit that triple easier on the Honda than I can the KTM because it has more bottom end snap and excitement. So the downside to that was rolling into corners, I would start my, you know, coming in, start my lean, start my roll the throttle on, and it would surge mid-corner, and it would kind of make me stand up in the front end. I didn't like that feeling. So what Honda did to the 2018 is they smoothed that number one map down. So now I have a little bit less excitement but I have more hookup to the rear wheel. I like that and honestly it doesn't make me as tired as the 17 does. So when I come into that corner and I'm rolling it on, it's consistent and linear and it doesn't have a surge and I can be, I can feel more connection through the corner. So that mapping change um, really does help and it makes it easier to ride. And I pretty much stay in that you know, map number one. If I'm in a sandier track and it's uh, have it's deep disc deep in the morning then maybe try map 3 and uh, it feels similar to the 2017 so I most of the time 80% of the time stay in map 1 good change by Honda I agree with it I'm glad they did it it's just making the bike easier to ride and there's not one guy out there especially in the shootout world if you look back at all the magazines None of them said the motor was slow. If anything, it could be detuned a little bit just to make it easier to ride. And I've heard, you know, many guys, even the race team guys, are using flywheel weights on their Hondas just to kind of smooth it out. So Honda went to work. Um, they wanted to put that in the in the production, and they did via mapping. And there's so much things that you guys um, don't see out there when when the production uh, test team is. Is doing all this over a course of you know a few days. It's all mapping changes. You know we sit there all all day and do 12 to 15 map changes just to make it easier to ride and have all that power. So um, like I said, Honda did a good job with that. E start, I'm in. I love it. Yeah, I'm getting old. For all you young bucks out there, whatever, dude. You can go ahead and kick your bike. Go ahead. I'll take four to five pounds on it on a motorcycle versus kicking it um there's something to be said when you fall over in a corner 20 minutes into a moto it's 106 out you're sweating your balls off you pick up your bike your heart rate's a 194 and you got kicked that some bitch i'm over it nope push the button pull the clutch in push the button you're off i, I love it um you do have to pull the clutch in all the way to make it start. It's not just going to start, you know, without pulling that clutch in. So uh, to me, it's not a big deal. I really don't care if you have to pull the clutch in or not, whatever. I know some of these uh, magazine outlets out there are saying, oh, you got to pull the clutch all the way in, so make sure of it. Who cares? Pull the clutch in, push start, you're done. Um, the weight feeling. So for some reason, and this is not on every bike, I don't feel the weight um, difference between the 17 and 18. If anything, guys, I might feel it slightly on tip-in coming into corners. Right when I start my lean, I might feel a touch bit lighter. But like I said, having the stiffer springs, the smoother map, it actually makes the bike corner better. So um, Honda has been known for great cornering bikes. The 18 is no exception. The extra pounds, I don't feel if anything, guys... It actually helps on straight line stability a little weight is okay on a bike depending on where it's at right so with this new battery um, that they have in there and the starter system everything's pretty low so you're not getting a top heavy feeling and uh, it doesn't really correlate on the track so um, a lot of people freak out on these weight numbers Um, I know MXA does um, dirt bike does and and we were known to do that with Dirt Rider as well, but I wasn't a big fan of, uh, of numbers of weight. You know, I'm sure we all want to know how much it weighs, but I only really want to know how much it weighs if I could feel it on the track. If I'm like, God dang, man, this thing is, this son of a bitch is heavy out in the track, then I want to weigh it and see how much it is. I mean, if it's 250 pounds and I feel it, great. Um, a, a perfect example of weight is an Alta. Um, the Alta redshift is 250 some pounds but it doesn't feel like it yeah it's a totally different motorcycle it doesn't have the you know the inertia like a Honda 450 does but my point is weight numbers do not matter unless you can feel them on the track if going back to dirt biking and, and riding motocross it's all a feel right you can show me dynos numbers and all this stuff but if i'm on the track and i don't feel it then I really don't give a shit. So, um, Honda might get, uh, picked apart a little bit in shootouts because of the weight, but if the magazines are true and the test riders are good, it ain't, they ain't gonna matter for results because the bike doesn't feel any heavier than the 17. So, hopefully, when you guys read the shootouts out there, they're not gonna knock that bike just for, uh, for weight, you know? Um, Jody really picks everything apart with weight because the KTM, and the KTM is light but sometimes when you go too light, you end up sacrificing reliability, Um, and then sometimes you even sacrifice handling because it gets twitchy and it gets super uh, deflection, a lot of deflection. So um, the weight is actually, to me, is a good thing on the Honda. If it doesn't get any fatter and I don't start feeling it getting any heavier on the track, then I'm okay with it. So 248 pounds, whatever, I don't feel it from the 17, and I don't think you guys will out there because I'm pretty uh, picky when it comes to all that stuff, so... Um, I actually think it, it, it helped the bike and uh, made it feel a little bit less. Like I said earlier in the podcast, the 17 was kind of dancey and it didn't feel like it was digging into the dirt on acceleration or on decel. The 2018 feels like it bites more into the ground and I feel more um, planted um, versus the 17, which is a good thing for me. Um, I'm going to ride this 2018 more. And really uh, try to pick it apart more. And I'm going to do another living with uh, the 2018 Honda 450 um, fairly soon. Uh, I think I have maybe, I don't know, three hours of time on it since uh, I've got the bike. And I'm going to put some more time on it. I have a couple of 2018 Fox intro um, and um, a Thor intro that are coming up. So I'm going to ride that bike and go to some different tracks. I think I'm going to Zaka for the Fox intro and then the Thor intro somewhere down this private track that I heard has a lot of big jumps and just up really good near San Diego. So I'll be riding that 2018 uh, Honda 450 um, some more and I'll we'll get you some feedback. But like I said in all these podcasts, guys, if you have any questions, um, Chris at I'll try my best to answer what you have. Just please uh, send me detailed questions. You'd be surprised how many questions I get. And it'd be like, hey, bro, I got a bike, Honda 450. What should I do to it? Uh, Bro, I don't know what year it is. I don't know how much hours you spent on it. I don't know shit. So give me some detailed questions, and I'll try to give you some detailed answers. So, um, oh yeah, and I think the MSRP, God, I don't have the MSRP on hand for the 2018, but it did go up a few hundred bucks. So, um, and I think that's something to do with obviously the battery and, uh, the electric start. So, the MSRP did go up on the Honda. They are in dealers right now. I'm gonna have a shootout here, uh, all the 450s and 250Fs soon. I have to get Loretta's handled first. Um, so after Loretta's, I'm going to start planning my shootout. It's going to be a little bit different this year than other shootouts that I've been a part of, a.k.a. Dirt Rider. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. And just to flash back to Dirt Rider's 450 shootout that I wrote, I uh, didn't get to ride in it, um, the Honda got second. Um, and almost won. When I was, Like I said, when I was adding up the scores from all the sheets, the Honda was winning at one point. And then the Yamaha squeaked in there, and I think it finished two points up on the Honda. But for a first-year motorcycle, a lot of my test riders that I used really liked that bike. And it finished, I don't think, no worse than third in every score sheet. And we went to three different tracks, and we had like 12 different riders. So pretty good for a, for a first-year bike. And uh, I would hope that, you know, to me, this bike, this 2018, has improved so it should do better in shootouts. And I think the Honda 450 won uh, one shootout last year, and that was DirtBikes.com. They won that. Uh, Scott Russo over there at DirtBikes.com, um, Honda won. I don't think it did very good in the MXA shootout. Uh, we will see how that does. Um, Dirt Bike Magazine, I don't. I think it got fourth. So uh, it was kind of a, a hit or miss thing for Honda. But uh we will see you in this year's shootout. Um, I'll get back to you guys soon and give you more details about my shootout. But we will have the Honda and all the other bikes involved this year. Looking forward to riding all of them and giving you guys some feedback on all the bikes. And don't forget, I'll be here all year talking about 2018 motorcycles, giving you guys the re- giving you guys the real scoop on what I feel the bike does or doesn't do. So. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to Kiefer Tested. Don't forget to go to RockyMountainATVMC.com. And hopefully you guys are starting to like these things and uh, are finding finding them informative and maybe laugh a little bit because I try to make these things where we're just bullshitting on the back of the tailgate and I'm just giving you guys real world feedback from what I get. So um, I appreciate you guys listening. And for those of you guys buying a two thousand eight Honda four fifty, get back to me. Let me know how you guys like it. If you guys do some of the tuning tips that I have suggested to you, let me know. See if they work. I love hearing the feedback. Um, even if you guys disagree with me, that's great as well. I like to hear all of it. You know, I'm a straight up guy. I'm a straight up dude, and I like people that are straight up back to me. So um, hopefully you guys uh, like this. But if you don't, let me know what I can do better for you guys. And uh, thanks for listening and look forward to talking to you guys soon. See you guys at the track. See ya.